Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for your favorite weekly episodic MMA oh podcast that matters. There we go. The mm. only Filipino <laughs> MMA podcast that matters, son, Ooh. as voted by our closest friends and family. Yes, we have a very close friends and family say that to us. Gable Head, Pochestrada here in between rounds, episode number four, recorded November oh 25. A lot has transpired, Gabe. Fourth time's the charm. Fourth time's the charm. We made it. Mm-hmm. One month of working on this podcast. How awesome is that, man? Is, is it even work? Like, I'm just enjoying the ride. Exactly. Man. And you know what? Working's a strong word. How about, mm-hmm. you know, passionately building mm-hmm. podcast yeah. empire? Oh, empire. <laughs> yep. Yep. Rome was not built in a day. Exactly. Sir. So exactly. episode four, um, we're hitting a m- one month. Happy mm-hmm. one month mm-hmm. to everyone listening. Eleven. 11 viewers 11 million <laughs> 11 million mm-hmm. so much zeros we gotta exaggerate so, the numbers yeah a little bit we gotta flex we gotta, those we numbers, gotta let right? them know we gotta let them know <laughs> you gotta inflate those numbers a little bit you know what i mean it's <laughs> uh, so, look like a judge's scorecard you know this, is, this doesn't make sense it, pff, is that a john jones scorecard <laughs> oh, oh there we go oh, good one good oh. one <laughs> So, episode quick, four, we got quick. some John. Jo- yeah, we got some John Jones news. We got some uh, UFC two fifty six news, and this episode mm-hmm. is going to be about Connor versus Poirier. This is probably Gabe's favorite episode. My favorite episode. <laughs> but we got to ta- <laughs> we got to talk shop about what transpired. UFC two fifty five. Yeah. Uh, Figueredo, man, he was crazy. Was it was that was insane. So smooth. You know, we were just talking about this like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He was going up against one of Dana White's top contenders from Dana White's um, contender, contender mm-hmm. series, right? Mm-hmm. My question is, was he ready for a title shot? You know mm. what I mean? Like, because like he, they were talking about his accomplishments, and the right. only thing they could list down was his last two fights and ended in knockouts. Right. But like other than that, there's really no mention of what he's accomplished in the sport. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was too early? The thing is with the flyweights, I'm not that versed True. and I'm not really watching. So I really feel like he's the one that stepped up and it yeah. seemed like yeah. if you put these two together, it's going to be a great fight and it delivered for as long as it lasted. It ended mm-hmm. one minute, 57 seconds. But in the time span of that one round, man, they were throwing haymakers yeah. left and right yeah. leg kicks till it reached the ground. And you, Figueredo, man, he swooped in for that leg. I was like, oh, my God, we're going to see a submission happen. And he looks cool. I, he I does. Think he's the kind of fighter, looks-wise, that Dana likes. Mm. You know, you remember his face. He's got funky hair. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good on the mic. Decent on the mic. I have to point out, remember when Joe was talking to him and they didn't have a translator? And he's like, yeah. oh, we're going to have a real problem here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a, he's definitely a personality. He could pass as Filipino too. He could. He, he really could. could. And I think he has that star power in him. He does. And a lot of people are claiming that he might have breathed new life into the flyweight division. Yeah, I believe that. I believe mm-hmm. that. I think it's totally possible that the flyweights are going to be a thing again. Um, not that they were a thing before. It's just that DJ just had such a long reign. He did that weight class, but it was never really, it never really reached the heights of featherweight or lightweight. 
It did. Or even bantamweight, really. To be honest, um, with DJ, yes, very dominant, but the way he won those fights, I mean, yeah, he has an amazing flying armbar and he has amazing finishes, but yeah, Figueredo, the way he wins is the way mm-hmm. Dana wants people exactly. to win. Exactly. Dana, Dana loves finishers. Mm-hmm. Does. He loves stoppages. He loves knockouts. He loves submissions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's Dana's, uh, you know. That's his, th- um, that's his type. That's, that's his, his thing. His, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too... He's got a fetish for those knockouts. <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we were both trying to figure out we should say that or not, but... Yo, Dana, good, yeah, dude. It's all good. Dana, you know what? Yeah. We've we're, been tagging him on yeah. our stuff. Like, Dana, we're notice. not talking crap about you. We're, we love you, Dana. Mm-hmm. Calling it like it is. And exactly. let's move on to Valentina Shevchenko versus Jennifer uh, Maya. That was an insane fight because that was that like was. one of the first times. That was the first time since for the first time uh, Valentina she was, was taken down. She was challenged. Yeah. And the odds were so against Jennifer, and she was doing great, and she fought yeah. her heart out. In that fight. She did. Now, this mm-hmm. is like, you know, one of those fights where the contender just gives it their all. Mm. You know, they prepared their whole lives to fight this person. In this case, it's Subchenko mm-hmm. because she's the best in that weight division right now, arguably is. in all of women's MMA. Mm-hmm. So, what happens after this is going to be curious. Is it going to be? Like a Dominic Reyes situation where he loses, she loses steam, mm-hmm. or does she continue kind of being, uh, you know, fairly dominant in that division? Yeah, I think Jennifer Maya did come out with a blueprint of how to go against Shevchenko yeah. because yeah. I think she won, I believe it was the second round. She won a round. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first times, like, oh my God, Shevchenko has like holes in her armor. Yeah. And, and, Either you know what the, the rest of the division is going to catch on to that, or her reign's still going to be reign supreme. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, for someone like Subchenko, I feel like if I was in her shoes, I would just be like, Who, "Who's the next? Who's the next person that's going to challenge me?" Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if she became a little lax, a little complacent, being the king or the queen of that division. Mm-hmm. So when someone like uh, what's your last name again? Jennifer Maya or Maya Jeff comes Jenko. along, mm-hmm. gives her a hard time. I think it's also an awakening for Subchenko to be like, hey, you know what? There are still some girls that can beat me. So I think this is going to help improve her game mm. astronomically moving forward. Yeah, I think it also helps the division out because as much as we love like long reigning champs, mm. that kind of puts a halt in the division. It does. No offense to John Jones, but. I think the reason I love middleweight and welterweight was because the, the, everyone's a star. Everyone's a star. We kind of had a little bit of hot potato after GSP dropped it and Anderson yeah. Silva dropped it. So it was very interesting to watch that. But also you get that star power. Mm-hmm. And again, like you mentioned a couple podcasts ago, Shevchenko might have that phenom status. Like after you face her, you're a different person. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she's the undertaker. Mm-hmm. True. He Can just retired, by the streak? way. I know I heard. <laughs> I heard he just retired. That's Dude, crazy. it was covered in Yahoo Sports. It was covered on Manila Bulletin. It's so. a big deal that he retired. Very big deal. It is. So shout out to Undertaker. And you know what's Mar- crazy? I mean, while we're on Subchenko, mm-hmm. the only other person to beat her is Amanda <laughs> Nunes. You know what? How crazy I- is that? I would love to hear from our listeners how many times we bring up fighters. Because I feel like in every episode, <laughs> we brought up Amanda Nunes. Because she's that good. She's, she's so good. good. 
She's so good. I She's almost wait. as good as Conor McGregor. Almost. But hey, don't, <laughs> don't, yeah, we don't get a little. You know, to the 11 million people watching. Mm-hmm. We do don't have get a little an too excited. drinking game. <laughs> Every time I mention Conor McGregor, someone has to take a shot. Listeners, not us. You are going to get our listeners wasted. Yeah. But you know, they might, they might pass out listening to this episode so they could get to the end. So that's, that's always true. good for our numbers. <laughs> yeah. They're going to Astro World if they follow the game. <laughs> Okay. Um, anything else you want to bring up for UFC 255? Because 256 is coming up. Yeah, very quickly, I just want to say that I'm glad Joaquin Buckley was able to continue his momentum. Mm. You know, if you guys don't know who Joaquin Buckley is, he probably had probably like the greatest knockout of the decade. Of the decade, I would say so. Yeah, the missed kick he did—that's a Tekken move. Fashion, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's a hard move to pull off, in even if it's choreographed. Yes, exactly. It's the kind of knockout that you dream about, mm-hmm. that fighters dream about. It's flashy. It only takes one hit. It's it goes all over the internet. It goes viral, and you get Dana's attention, and everybody knows. Everybody wants. Dana's attention. Like so, us. You're exactly. Dana. <laughs> waiting. We're waiting. So, yeah. And this knockout was about a month ago. And Dana immediately booked him for another fight shortly after. And I was a little bit worried because I felt like, hey, Dana's trying to cash in on this hype train, you know, after one perfect knockout, really. Mm-hmm. But he came in last weekend. Secured another KO, not in the first round. I think it was in the second round. Second, but he, the first round could have been over because he got KO'd 18 seconds into the second round. His there legs were not yeah. with him. So, so Jordan not, Wright. Not, yeah, mm-hmm. not a spectacular knockout, but great for his resume and great for his overall, overall momentum and star mm-hmm. power. So when you talk about, wa- yeah, when you talk about Joaquin Buckley's crazy knockout either yeah. knockout finish there's no way you could top that so this oh, was wait. a great come to form just to show like hey i am for real like i can yeah. get the job done i might not mm-hmm. do it in the most um matrixy crouching yeah. tiger hidden dragon fashion but yeah. he gets the job done ladies and gentlemen and so I, Joaquin I, buckley yeah and i believe that knockout was the first time a ufc fight was number one in espn's top plays of the week or the month. I think that was the first time. Mm, so I wouldn't be surprised. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm, for that's sure. A big deal. I mean, I it think was a beautiful knockout, man. I've yeah. probably seen it like a hundred times. True. I think that's one of the most most viewed video on IG. I, and, I, uh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Doubt it. A, he, he definitely got um, KO of the night. Mm-hmm. He, he did. Got KO of the night. Oh, for sure. No question. Fitty. Got that fitty. Yeah, Dana. <laughs> 60 G's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Early Connor reference. Yeah, I know. I was going to ask you if like, hey, so a Connor reference included in this drinking game or is that like half a shot? It's, it's included. It's included. It's included. You get everyone wasted. Included. So before moving on to UFC 256, I do want to give Mike Perry a shout out because he had the most Ooh. insane uh, entrance. Did you know what happened in his entrance? Yeah, they played the wrong song, but apparently yeah. he picked it. No, no, he. Di- I don't think he picked it. He was like, "Is this Halo?" All right, and then he started cursing and he, and he just singing. Did, oh my gosh, he's a maniac. 
Speaking of Mike Perry, there was a video of him, I think, saying that I'm not here to make weight. I'm here to fight. And it's like him <laughs> eating a burger the I day know, before I, we I saw <laughs> that. Tim Means uh-huh. got pretty pissed at that video. He, he was like, you're not taking me seriously. So yeah. the dirty bird had to do with business. Exactly. But he does get 30% of Mike Perry's purse. So he does. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really complain. I wouldn't be complaining either. And it was a catch weight fight. Now it's not. Yeah, oh, I, I they made it a catchweight fight. They did because oh. he, he was five pounds or four pounds overweight. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So congratulations, Tim Means. Two fifty five overall was a great card. Mm. Like I, I I enjoyed it thoroughly, and it made me you know pay attention to the flyweights even more. Speaking of catchweight, very quickly, mm-hmm. do you think that the UFC should have a one hundred sixty five pound division? Ooh. Mm. You know, for people like RDA, too small for for welterweight and maybe a little too big for lightweight. You know, cuts yeah. too much. Honestly, I wouldn't be sur- I would actually like that because mm. you have some people that are just killing themselves to make that weight, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, especially with how stacked the division is, maybe if you have a, a weight class in between that, mm-hmm. you'd see a lot more stars shine at their yeah. most optimal. Would it be there though, or would you want to put it in in an in between anywhere else, like in between middle and welter? Hmm. Because I'm trying to think of the talent pool. Welter's one seventy, mm-hmm. middle's one eighty five. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of the the in betweeners of one fifty five and one seventy that need this division more. Mm. Um, for a while, I theorized that the BMF belt was the 165 pound belt look at you making fantasy bookings exactly conspiracy (laughs) theories but i know for a fact dana doesn't want to do it Mm. i think with the 165 pound division it becomes very easy to be a champ champ or even champ 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 Ooh, yeah i see that happening it kind of dilutes the star power of having double or triple belts Mm. that's the only thing that makes sense yeah yeah we can only theorize, but I would be surprised. I wouldn't. I would actually welcome it if they did include yeah. that division, just so yeah. you know you have like RDA and other stars having a yeah, better chance of making weight. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of in-betweeners, man. There are a lot of in-betweeners out there. Mm-hmm. In-betweeners. D- should that That's be the name? Of- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking <laughs> that. There we go. <laughs> Dude, we're on the same wavelength, son. What's up, in-betweeners? I hope you guys enjoy. In-betweeners, welcome to in-between rounds. Boom. That's Make a wave, dude. It is. It is. So, moving on to UFC 256. Not the last we'll talk of Figueredo because he is going to fight once again in the yeah. main event here against a guy that was in the same card as him, Brandon Moreno, who also won TKO punches. Why so, is this happening? Is it because his fight was also short? I'm, I, yeah, you know, I've a fe- I'm theorizing also Dana just thought like, hey, these two guys are good to go. Mm. Both short. They didn't go into crazy wars. And right. I really think he's trying to, Dana is trying to strike while the iron's hot with the flyweights. Because you have, have Figueredo who's a superstar and Brandon Moreno who was really crisp on, on, his, on this fight. I think Again, he, was, uh, mm-hmm. he was on the ultimate fighter. Was he Moreno? Let me just check that real I quick. I think he was on the season with Connor and Uriah Faber. Ooh. Or you know, Cody Garbrandt and TJ Dillashaw. Either of those two. He was in the Ultimate Fighter uh, Tournament of Champions 
Moreno was selected as a member of Team Benavides. Which one is this one? Oh, Team Benavides. Oh, this was Benavides versus uh, Sahudo. Triple C. Triple C. And he mm-hmm. lost that fight. And he lost that fight. He did. He did. So this is going to be pretty interesting. I would love to see how the turnaround would be. Like you mentioned, two to three weeks notice. And Figueredo, I love him. and he, ha- But he does have that notch on his I mean, he has that chip on his shoulder where he didn't make weight that one yeah. time against Buenavides. Yeah. So I'm kind of scared that with three to two to three weeks notice, will he make the weight? You know, I feel like he'd just have to be straight to fight camp. Mm. He's in fight camp right now, I'm sure. Oh, for sure, yeah. Maybe He's- this time that, you know, he'll be a little more cautious. He'll lose the weight slowly leading up to the fight mm. so that he doesn't kind of kill himself for fight weeks. True, very true. Another thing I want to highlight in this uh, event, we have Tony Ferguson ooh. versus Charles ooh, Oliveira. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Not I'm the not- fight I wanted. Mm-hmm. I did not want this fight. Yeah, but it might be one of those fights where you didn't know you wanted it, but when it happens, it's like, I didn't know I wanted this fight. Right, it's that's like a Jones versus Gustafson situation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good fight. Um, you know, if Oliveira wins, it makes you ask the question: just how good is Tony Ferguson? You Ooh, know, it makes you wonder. really asking that question. Oh wonder. my gosh, it makes Ew. you wonder. You know, I was expecting maybe Ferguson versus Dan Hooker. Oh, that would have okay. been a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That would have been a good one. How did Oliveira come into the equation here? I'm, I'm trying to pull see, up. That's his... what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing I'm wondering. I was like, okay, <laughs> since when? Well, he did get a guillotine choke over Kevin Lee back in March. Okay, all right. So, and he's on, on a hype train. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven fight win streak. His okay. last loss was to Paul Felder. Okay. All right. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I know, I think he has a pretty interesting record, Charles Oliveira. Does he have like the most wins or something? He has 38, he has 38 matches in the UFC. 29 wins, Oliveira eight losses. was at featherweight for a while. He was. He lost to Anthony Pettis. Yes. At featherweight. Yes. Mm-hmm. He did. Wow, he also lost to Max Hollow. Oh, wait, Cub Swanson lost. Wow, these are who's who of yeah, just. See, it looks like 155 is his home. Mm. But who do you got in this fight? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my boy Tony. Yeah, I think I, boy Tony I, also. I think he learned something from the Gagey fight, and he's going to take that with him. El Cucuy is coming out, boy. I think Tony learned that he needs to fucking rest. <laughs> he needs to rest. He does. Take a break, son. Mm-hmm. Take a break. He does. That's gonna be a very interesting fight. So uh yeah, UFC 256. It's gonna be a barn burner, ladies and gentlemen. So another we thing we're always maybe do a fight companion for that. We should try. Or yeah, like let, a post show. Let's let's post-show. let's try to plan that out. Yeah. Okay. So next on the docket of news before we get to the topic that gabe has been waiting <laughs> for we got mike tyson Wait, versus roy jones jr yeah let's do this very quickly because it's not it's not mma it's, it's not yeah but they're around here fight whoa whoa <laughs> sir the only thing that's mma about this fight is the fact that israel adesanya is commentating that's mma 
Uh, it's very interesting though, because the, here are the rules. The bout will take place over eight rounds at two minutes each. Okay. The boxer will not be required to wear headgear. They're not required to do that. Okay. Tyson and Jones will be wearing 12 ounce gloves. And if either the boxer suffers a bad cut, the exhibition match is over. One last Tyson and Jones had to undergo complete medical testing in order to be cleared for this bout. And both athletes entered the VADA. So that's the uh, volunteer anti-doping agency testing prior to the contest. Okay. They look good. But I, yeah. again, it's a very interesting bout because not allowed to have cuts, not allowed to knock out. The no judges are going to be scoring this bout. Izzy I, is going to be commentating though. I like this fight. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's exciting. And I think that saying Mike Tyson is about to fight is something people have been wanting to hear for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on what I've seen, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of backlash on these set of rules. Probably because they're a little older already. Right. And, you know, I think everybody knows what the goal is here. You know, they, they kind of just want to stand and ban. Mm. You know, like throw a few punches, see if they still got it, entertain the people. Uh, I was reading earlier that this fight actually broke pre-fight pay-per-view records, if not wow. mistaken. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool. I think it's a treat. And I think they're doing it. Oh, also, this is the pay-per-view with Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. My gosh. Why did you bring that up? (laughs) We have two boxing legends and you bring up Jake Paul. Exactly. Yeah. I I think whenever you say that Mike Tyson's going to be fighting, it's a cause for for celebration. He's done so much for the sport. He's reigned so much. He's reigned terror over the, I think it was at the boxing heavyweight division. I watched his highlight videos and he was a terrifying champion. And, you know, I feel like at this, this fight also shows or gives a little people, some people a little bit of like inspiration, you know, like, mm. hey, no matter how old you are, it's never too late to get back in shape. You know That's I mean? beautiful, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, that's, of course, let's assume a little bit of supplementation, proper training, proper right. diet and nutrition, a rigorous exercise routine. But the point remains, it's possible. Mm. It's 100% possible. Dude, I'm excited to see this fight. And I, I don't know if you want to do a coverage of this, I wouldn't mind. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Because there are rounds in boxing. So that could be in between rounds. There you Boom. go. Special I'm sure the in boxing episode. I'm sure the in betweeners wouldn't mind hearing well, that. We are, we'll, we'll, we'll get numbers for that for sure. 100%. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just got to mention Mike Tyson and Jake Paul and Dylan Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> you had to bring up Dylan Dennis. Jake Dylan Paul. Dennis, son. <laughs> All right, so that was in the world of MMA, uh, but today's episode is all about Gabe's favorite MMA fighter, Boom. Conor McGregor person, versus really. a person. Favorite human. <laughs> favorite human of all time in this oh, you're world. You're my favorite human of all time. Oh, wow. Oh, we brought it up. That's how oh, we do. making me blush, that's how son. We do. That's how mm. we do. Wow, that's 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 a compliment, sir. You weren't expecting that one. I was not. Yeah, I, knew, I, I, I had a whole I, spiel in my up. head. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Thank you. So it's gonna be Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. <laughs> this was already verbally, con- verbally, and it's on paper now confirmed. Right. Verbally so, confirmed last week. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you, if if you're a hardcore fan, it was confirmed on Twitter a month ago. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh but yeah. This week, it is official. 
Signed, sealed, delivered. The fight starts now. <laughs> but, you know, Connor no, the says the fight starts as soon as you sign your fight, me. I know. But this isn't the same Connor as before. Exactly. He's very respectable. He's evolved. He's an evolved fighter. Exactly. And so is Dustin. But I did hear a lot of, you know, what these, you know, those people that cover up sports and then they're yeah. like, oh, they're overlooking Dustin. But they're just basing it off the fight they had before. And they're completely different fighters from who, exactly. they, who they were before when they exactly. first met. I mean, there's so many factors coming into this fight that actually make this one of the most exciting Connor fights in a long time. Mm. Well, because the last time they met, they were at 145, the featherweight division. Yes. Connor knocked them out in the first round. And after that loss, Dustin was on a tear. He was. In 155, got KO'd by Michael Johnson, Mm -hmm. but bounced back after that, beat Max Holloway. Did. In a five round war, made Max Holloway look like an amateur. Dude, that's Max. That's the blessed one. Exactly. The best is blessed, son. Mm hmm. And then you have Connor, who, I mean, became a champ, champ, boxed Floyd Mayweather, started a whiskey brand, lost to Khabib, KO'd Cowboy Cerrone. Threw a dolly. He forgot that. He forgot yeah, the dolly. Threw a thing. dolly. Mm-hmm. Punched an old man in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but all of these things have turned Connor into a different person. He doesn't talk a lot of shit anymore. Not he doesn't. He used to. Does not. He's grown. He's matured as a fighter. So has Dustin. In mm-hmm. fact, their interactions online or on Twitter, to be specific, have been very cordial. Wholesome, if you will. Yeah, and like Connor's promised a portion of his share for this fight to Dustin Poirier's foundation, the Good Fight Foundation, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if we're going to talk about the fight itself, both of these guys have evolved so much, right? But I think the, the question coming into this fight is going to be just how much has Dustin evolved? You know, I, I would actually agree with you there. And I would, a question is lingering in my head as well, because this is going to be in another fight Island. And exactly. I think there's going to be an audience, but it's not going to be like a full yeah. crowd for yeah. sure. They're going to be social distancing, but you know, rest assured that the UFC will be putting up all the measures, right? I want right. to know since Connor is doing a lap, will he be better because coming into that fight, I watched the fight again between him and Dustin. Yeah. And Dustin was very emotional. Yes. I exactly. think he 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 said before the fight, this is the only person I dislike, and that exactly. was Connor. So now that we're on an even playing field, as in mm. both our minds are resp- are towards respecting each other. Yeah. How is he gonna perform? That, fantastic question. Because like the first time they met, he was emotionally involved emotionally invested he was pissed he was angry at connor for all the things that he said connor was living in his head rent free mm, we always you say know, that not just a room the whole con uh, the whole the whole building the whole estate son you know he's the whole estate the whole manor you know <laughs> and if he and he paid for it he paid for it by getting knocked out in the first round he did and this is another thing that makes the fight interesting is that this is the first time connor is fighting someone he's already beaten before, right? So Dustin's coming in, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard it all before. I've seen it all before. I've been in the octagon with him before. So Dustin's entering very familiar territory. So he's gonna be able to take that in, and beat Connor, maybe, 
it's possible. But at the same time, Connor's gotten way also good since mm-hmm. their last outing. You know, yeah. he's focused more on boxing. He leans into his punches a little bit more. If we're his gonna, gas if tank we're, is better. Exactly. If we're going to look at the Cerrone fight, he's not as bouncy because he puts a lot more power in his punches. Mm-hmm. So if Connor lands, and which I think he will, I think it's going to be a quick fight. It's going to be wow. a quick okay. But at the same time, um, Dustin showed the world how strong he is at 155 by mm-hmm. beating the shit out of Max Holloway for 25 minutes. He did. And he was on a tear. Before yeah. that, he beat Justin Gagey and, and, and Eddie Alvarez. Exactly. Not to mention Anthony Pettis. That and was he, insane. Yeah. He fought Eddie twice. He did. He fought Eddie twice. Mm-hmm. The first one ended uh, illegal knees. No contest. So yeah. still, that was, that was insane. Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. No slouch. I don't think Connor is going to make the mistake of looking past Dustin. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think any of these guys would, to be honest. So there's going to be a very, it's going to be a treat for Connor fans and Mm -hmm. people that enjoy MMA because I think there's going to be the purest expression of mixed martial arts, two fighters that that respect each other to no end, and they'll be able to showcase what they have. I personally love the buildup of this fight way more than the first one. Mm. I, I love it when uh, they're nice to each other now. You know, it's, now. Like, it's another chapter in their story. Yeah. But you don't like it if other fighters are respectful. It's just, it's Connor. Uh, yeah, that's it's Connor. I mean. it's Connor. <laughs> and I, I love the fact that Connor and Dustin made this fight happen on their own. Right. By interacting on Twitter, by posting Dana's DM. Sorry, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> but by just being fully transparent about what was going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And they manifested it. They made it happen. Right. And Connor yeah. versus Dustin is a definition of a good vibes fight. Good it's vibes. Good vibes fight. all around. No bad blood. You know, they fought before and now they're fighting again. Both are in a good place. I mean, it's just, it's fun, man. Mm-hmm. It's very, very fun. Okay. I love this fight a lot. So I've been inviting you over to watch the fight. <laughs> not you the v- listeners it's me it's the co-host it's all only you invite for one but yeah seriously dude let's do it let's do it i'm down let's plan that for sure yeah, yeah. for but sure like, what does your gut tell you dustin or connor i don't know it's up in the air because what i'm interested in in this fight is whoever is gonna win this fight is gonna get the attention of khabib exactly and i don't I, and the money fight would be running it back, you know, Connor facing his demon, mm-hmm. like going back to Khabib and seeing if he can, uh, yeah, try to get that that win. But you know what? Dustin has been going on a tear though, so yes. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I'm I'm really interested to see how it's gonna play out and how what we've mentioned, we've enumerated a lot of yeah. questions, so yeah. it's gonna be answered on that day. I think the result of the fight is gonna be very dependent on the lead up to the fight mm. you know because dustin gets emotional i you know when he fought khabib i could i could see that he felt the pressure oh i could see okay. it he was invested so let's see if he gets invested do you think connor do you think that connor will play that game with him again no i don't think so mm. i think that connor will still I guess talk trash, mm-hmm. but in a respectful manner. Ah, 
I think he'll just be, he'll sound like he's just stating facts. Mm. And Dustin's probably going to say something along the lines of, um, he doesn't know how much I've changed since we last fought. And he'll enumerate everyone he's beaten since then. Along those lines, right? Yeah, so definitely along those lines. But I think it's going to be a good time in terms of just the overall vibe. Mm, yeah. Another thing people should look out for in the buildup of this fight was the fight we mentioned before, Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Because they could want the winner of that fight. Exactly. Whoever wins. Exactly. So... I feel like the winner of Ferguson versus Oliveira and the winner of Dustin versus Connor fights for the undisputed lightweight belt. Because, of, you know, it seems like now Khabib really feels like he's done. Oh. I really feel like he thinks he's done. But if Connor wins in epic fashion, I think Khabib's going to get tempted. He's gonna Do you think he's going to call him out and be like, no, Yo, Khabib. No, no, no. Connor's not going to give Khabib the satisfaction of calling him out. Because Khabib's expecting that. Khabib's going to expect, hey, Connor's going to win. If Connor wins, he's going to call me out for sure. No. He's learned his lesson. Yeah. I don't know if it's the satisfaction or I think it's because Connor is on like his redemption arc run now. Exactly. He seems like he's going to be very respectful. He's going to be different. He's right. I think this is the Connor that Dana White wants to be the like he's the poster boy that Dana White yeah. wants. Like this yeah. type of fighter, this behaved, well mannered. And he still has that bravado because he can turn it on. Yeah. My prediction is if Connor wins, which he will, my prediction is he gets on the mic. Mm-hmm. doesn't acknowledge Khabib um, but calls out either Tony Ferguson or Justin Gaethje Ooh. for the undisputed belt. Okay. If ever he mentions Khabib, he's going to say something maybe along the lines of he's done, he ran, he doesn't want to face me again. You know, but he's not going to be like, hey, Khabib, let's fight again. I want that rematch. No. Mm-hmm. No way. He's not going to give Khabib any more stock than he has in the past. Wow. If you don't want to fight me, don't fight me. You know, he's going to say, like, you're scared of the rematch. Because Khabib's also never had a rematch with anybody. He's never. He's never. He's done one lap. Exactly. So, you know. Man. That's that's an interesting thing to talk about as well in a future episode. Like I how think... people who have fought Khabib will do against him a second time. Mm, yeah. That's going to be dope. That's an, we should yeah. write that down. We should write that down. Yeah. And I, I think si- <laughs> since this is a episode, I mean, this is going to be an episode one of the preview. We're definitely going to have more yeah, episodes have more. leading up. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure as the event starts to come Absolutely. to, yeah, co- starts to come in, we're going to have more info. We're going to have more exchanges on Twitter, right. probably more information with how their camps are going along. Right. Absolutely. I think it's going to be so much fun, man. I think... Every week, we're going to be able to talk about maybe like what's happening <laughs> in the fight camp or embedded. That's what, what you want. That, that's, that's what you want. You just want to get everyone drunk with your Connor. Like, can we <laughs> yeah. just get one episode? Oh, you know what? <laughs> and by, by, by the 23rd, I should have a few bottles of Proper 12. One of them is yours. Oh, my gosh. Look so, at that. Hallelujah. Yeah. Proper just 12. We got to do a toast. Yeah, we got to. We got to for Connor. Yeah. Hey, our, our, I think our most viewed episode was a Connor episode. <laughs> That's what you want. That's what I want, son. <laughs> so I mean, we talked about having a retrospective. Let's talk about their first meeting. 
because okay. you, we we said that Connor wasn't the mega superstar he was when no. he faced Dustin, yeah. but he was getting a lot of buzz. He like was. in the embedded, he was hanging out with Dana already. He was. He was. He was. You know, just chilling in uh, Vegas hotel rooms, yeah. just relaxing. He, I think, in the embedded I watched, he was saying that he feels bad for the journeymen mm-hmm. like Dustin Poirier because yeah. they're always grinding. Him, yeah. he was having a continental breakfast, yeah. Yeah. chilling out. I, I love that you mentioned that journeyman bit because everyone that Connor has fought has seen a second win in their careers. Wherein if you observe, let's say, Khabib's opponents, the question is, where are they now? Mm. You know? Right, really, where are they now? You know, Edson Barboza? How many wins does he have since then? The biggest fight is Justin Gaethje. You just want to get rid of the good status. Of All right, let's look at it. Dustin Poirier. Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson. Where is he now? Well, I don't know. That's true. Exactly. Well, Glayson Tebow. Exactly. Huh? Where is he now? <laughs> Where is he now? You know? But look what, look what Con- who's Connor? Connor's fought. He beat Max Holloway, and Max Holloway went on a 12-fight win streak. He beat Dustin Poirier, moved to 155, and went on a four-fight win streak. All right, you've made your point, sir. You know what I mean? You made your point. All the, <laughs> co- the I, I, I can hear the keyboards <laughs> clickety-clacking for a counter-argument with Khabib. Like, oh, never lost a round, never. Dude. The only person who we can, we can be like, where are they now is Dennis Seaver. He's like, literally, where is he now? I, he just so- disappeared. Wait, I gotta pull that up. Hang on, I gotta find out where Dennis Seaver is. Exactly, Jose Aldo, second win. Who's who's like? I think about to fight for the bantamweight championship or something. You know, true, true. Yeah. But this isn't about Khabib. We're talking about <laughs> yeah. we're talking about Dustin. We're talking about Connor. We're we're gonna bring that up. And we're gonna open up that can of yeah. worms. I'm gonna yeah. come up with a yeah. counter yeah. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I got. No, you. I didn't. I didn't mean to spring that on you. I just. I just meant to. I just but you to do make up. a valid point. Now that I'm looking at the wins, but it's spectacular fashion, my dude. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the buzzword of this episode. Spectacular fashion. Spectacular fashion. Pew 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 pew. Yeah, exactly. dude. Yeah, so again, valid point that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But Dustin Poirier, being the journeyman that he is, when he faced Connor, he had like how much fights did he have before before Connor? Because it was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was, it was lot. around. Yeah, it was quite a lot, and I think that's why Connor was using that against him. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned, he he takes facts. And turns it against them mm-hmm. and makes the makes the crowd also yeah. know it. So he kept saying, like, oh, I feel bad for the journeyman. I yeah. feel bad for Dustin because he's never felt my power. Yeah. It's just trash talk one on one. And you know Dustin isn't the yeah. type to do trash talk. He just wants to go there and fight. And he was very emotional. You yeah. saw it in the weigh-ins, yeah. you saw it in the stare down before the fight began. Yeah. We did the exactly get over here type <clears throat> thing. Oh. I mean, they 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 were both in the same chapter in their Mm -hmm. careers when they first met. And now that they're meeting again, they're still in the same chapter. Both lost to Khabib, both former champions at 155, both have just started families, both have started businesses. I mean, in terms of maturity, in terms of 
um, how their lives have turned out outside the uh, UFC, outside the octagon. Very similar. Mm. They're both going to come in wise. They're both going to come in calm. They're both going to come in respectful. And they're both going to come in as their best selves. And this is, this is why it's a, it's a fucking awesome fight, man. Mm. It's an awesome fight. There's the audiogram, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to clip that. <laughs> clip it, clip it, clip it. Tag so, Dana. So, <laughs> Dana. Dana. So I got to ask, because it says here um, in, in Connor's record, after yeah. this fight, he went to face Dennis Seaver. Uh-huh. And I believe that the Dennis Seaver fight was the first one you watched. Yes, it was. So heard. you had to watch back at the Dustin Poirier fight. Yes, I did. Because, and how I saw it, uh, you know how the UFC gives free fights leading up to a pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. The Dustin fight was the free fight on UFC. On YouTube, that's how I saw it. Wow. Yeah. Did you know Dustin before that? No, I did not. Yeah. I didn't even know Connor before that. Oh, right. I, right, I right. discovered Connor because that was the same week that CM Punk announced he was joining the UFC. There you go. And I watched the UFC because of CM Punk. Mm. And you know, it led me to another CM, Connor McGregor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, right. Oh, look at so, you! It's the connections. The connection, mm-hmm. bro. There you go. So yeah, just looking at how how it played out, just the meteoric rise of Connor after Dustin Dennis Seaver, yeah. then Chad Mendes. Yeah. And then after that, the super fight with Jose Aldo. Yep. Well, not really a super fight, but it was just super on a, hype on a, fight. Yeah, it was very hype, and it ended 13 seconds in. And he just know, knew that Connor was so good at the fight game that he yeah. already won before yeah. the bell start before the bell rang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not these fools you already punked at the press conference. You want that <laughs> real fight? It's me. Real fight. <laughs> it's me. <Yeah. laughs> Nate Connor Diaz. McGregor, you took everything you I worked for. Work for motherfucker. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, unfortunately, we can't talk like that on Fox. Fox, you can't talk. Oh, like, you saw how disappointed Nate was. Like, dang, yeah. dang, epic call out, man. One of the most epic call outs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not these clowns you already posted the press conference. You want that <laughs> real fight? It's None of <laughs> I still, I still love that video you said of uh, oh my God, Nick, Nick Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> If anyone wants to see this Nick Diaz video that we're referring to, it's two NSFW for this mm. oh, um, yeah. pod. So mm-hmm. just DM, DM our oh, Instagram yeah. account. There you go. At mm-hmm. in between rounds PH and just say Nick Diaz and we'll send you the video of Nick Diaz cussing out George St. Pierre. It's epic. You don't it was so it. good. And this was, yeah, back when smartphones weren't that high tech. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he was yeah. using OG stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Man. And speaking of Instagram, please follow our Instagram page in between rounds. PH. Mm-hmm. Bless us. With yes. Follow. Yeah, we're going to work on more content, more memes. We got to yeah. put our meme game up for yeah, that spread, one. Spread the word. Spread the word. Follow us on Spotify. Hit us. Give mm-hmm. us a review on Apple Podcasts. And, you know, drop, drop, send us a DM. We'll answer you. Yeah, we definitely will. Gladly give us give us suggestions on what you want us to talk yes, about. Actually, Facts, that's a good one. Yeah, correct us one. if ever. Yeah, we should probably like drop our email in our profile also. We should. Oh God, we should. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, yeah, we're improving to, our game mm-hmm. exactly. So to the 11 million people listening right now, if you have anything you want us to talk about, any episode ideas you might have, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Let us know. 
we are on this journey with you. Ooh, I like that. That was dope. We're gro- we're growing together. Mm-hmm. Boys, we are. Dude, we're about to hit that forty minute mark. Boom. Is there? Yeah, boom. I mean, okay, we, we yeah, we talked about what we needed to talk about. We you know I Dustin yeah Dustin Connor it's we can't hype it up anymore and that's why we had to talk about it because and this is like preview one of many. Preview Pretty sure every episode we're gonna have a little bit a tidbit. <laughs> this guy's always gonna bring it up. But watch out, mid December to January, late Jan, mid late January, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of Connor Dustin content, baby. Yeah, that's it's true. Be a lot. Well, okay, you know I'm gonna spoil that. I don't think there's gonna be that much content. I mean, because- on our end. Oh, yeah, on our end. But I have a feeling it's more of very technical stuff. They're not going to be trash talking. They're not going to be doing any yeah. of these shenanigans. I think so, we're going to be able Well, we'll have some episodes where we decode uh, press, conference, press conferences, interviews. I like that. I like that. You know, for sure, Connor's going to have his own vlog, like separate from em- Embedded. Mm-hmm. Dustin might as well. Yeah, he's, he's so, spoke, he should. Yeah. He really should. That's going to be fun, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to cover, and I'm excited to cover it with you. Boom! On this journey with you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Gabe, anything else you want to shill? Anything else you want to tell our in betweeners, the eleven thousand million in betweeners out there? Thousand, eleven thousand million. million. Um, (laughs) I just want to thank everyone who's been listening. There actually, truthfully, are a bunch of you, so we really appreciate that. Like I said, follow us on Instagram, um, in between rounds ph, right? Yes, that's a handle. Send mm-hmm. us a DM if you want to hear whatever you want us to talk about, episode ideas, content ideas, and we'll and give you a yeah. shout out here for sure. Like, oh, this user gave us this great idea. Exactly, so. we'll give you a shout out. Um, if you uh, speaking of speaking of shout out, <laughs> please check out. Uh, my brother and I's fan service platform called Shoutout, S-H-A-W-T-O-U-T dot com celebrity greeting platform. The man himself, Poch Estrada, is also <laughs> on there. So if you want a greeting from him or if you want him to announce like, you know, your wedding, like it's it's like a like a wrestling match. He can oh, look at you. you. Wow. So check Thank it out. you. Check out his profile, Poch Estrada. On shoutout.com. Dude, this guy's oh man, you're such a best friend. I swear I to God. Be, I will so, be there soon as well. Don't worry. There you go. It's happening. Then I get to shill you on exactly. shout out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Your sneaker needs, movie needs, <laughs> go to Gabe Oheda. Yeah. And the last thing, you know, um, we do we are working on having guests in the future, in the near future. So if you want someone in particular to guest on the pod, mm-hmm. let us know. Oh yeah. You know, send us a DM. Yes. Our lines slide into those DMs. Slide into those DMs. Our lines are always open for you guys. All the in-betweeners out there, 11 million strong. Exactly. Do give us DM us now while we're still not famous enough to not answer your DMs. We you think we'll get there? (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna keep going, son. Yep. That's how we go. Full no, send. We'll keep, we'll keep grinding. I used it. There full you send. go. I used it right. Boom. That's a full <laughs> send, son. They're all sold out, by the way. They are? Yeah. They have really cool merch. I just yeah. wish that, I mean, you just introduced me to them. So yeah. you're not um, as invested as I am. Yeah. But then they have pretty good merch and they have a really loyal fan base, I believe. Yeah. And speaking of merch, man, don't forget to check out. The, well, this goes to the listeners as well. It's going to be Black Friday this weekend. 
Ooh. So for those of, you know, those MMA nerds, UFC fans, the UFC mm -hmm. website is gonna, definitely going to have some good deals. So check it out. All right. Check it out. There it is, Gabe, wrapping it up like a nice present for Ooh, Christmas there, wrapping up Christmas. the show. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode four of In Between Rounds. On behalf of me and Gabe, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you at the next round.